guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, and happy Thanksgiving at the time of recording to all of my Canadian listeners. I hope you're having a good time, staying safe, and eating well. Today I'm going to bring you another interview. I really enjoyed this interview with Stacey Tompkins. She's a multi-talented, multi-strength, and I have to say, very patient woman. Such as the times we're in, we did do this interview over Zoom, and you might hear a dog barking in the background. However, I think that's part of life and adds to the character of the show. Stacy has a great story to tell about how she got into photography. And as a special bonus, she's bringing us some of her expertise around headshots, something that I know I haven't thought about before and maybe you haven't either. So I hope you get lots of good tips that you put into use and that you enjoy listening to Stacy as much as I did. I'll make sure to leave Stacy's details in the show notes. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I hope you remember to subscribe. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, I'd super appreciate if you left me a positive review. Thanks so much and enjoy today's episode. Hey. I'm Janice, and welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew, and let's get into today's episode. So Stacey, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat about what you do. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great. So you are a very busy lady. Yes. You have three jobs. Do okay. you mind? Do you mind telling me about those, please? Uh, yeah. Um, so as we've discussed before, we uh, um, I have two jobs, but my third is a parent, and I believe that's a very important job and a very busy one indeed. Um, but my other two jobs is I'm a nurse. Um, I'm a licensed practical nurse, and I work out of a hemodialysis department. I work about an average of two shifts a week, and then I'm a part-time photographer as well. 
And so I basically fill in all my other gaps with my photography. Very cool. That's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. And they're really different jobs. Like those are very diverse professions you've chosen. That's right. I like to, I like to say that I'm using both sides of my brain. That's awesome. So you get the science part and you get the creative part. That's right. That's totally right. Yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky not everybody is able to engage both sides of their, would you say it's like your personality has both of those sides or? Uh, I really enjoy, I don't know, for me, I'm definitely a creator. I've always been a creative person since I was young. And so I really enjoy kind of that photography aspect in that. Surprisingly, I ended up really enjoying the business aspect of photography, which kind of fell into my lap and I'm loving more than I realized. And looking back, if I would have known this about myself, then I might not have become a nurse. I might have become something or business or something like that. Uh, However, I do love my job as a nurse as well. I'm a natural empath and being able to kind of be part of people's wellness, their journeys in their lives, like I, I get a big kick out of that as well. I don't know if I could say goodbye to nursing to be a full-time photographer. And I don't know if I could say goodbye to photography. So right, right now it's the best of both worlds. Oh, well, that's awesome though. It's, it's great that you're able to, to do that. And how did you get into photography? Probably about 10 years, 10, 11, I guess I would have been closer to 11 years ago. I went to Africa. Um, I did a tour and I bought my first digital SLR camera. Of course, like most people buying their first professional kind of cameras, you kind of feel like the camera does a lot of the work for you, but quickly learning that there is so much to the cameras that you don't know. So I got on the plane on my way to Africa and I ended up sitting next to a photographer, which oh my was gosh. a professional photographer. And he walked me through all the different semi-manual settings because I was not well-versed enough for the manual settings for a couple of hours. Uh, taught me all that. And then of course, on my tours, we had lots of people that had really expensive, nice cameras. And so we often would compare camera settings and how the images looked and everything else. So I learned, of course, about depth of field and shutter speed. And then moving, coming, when I came back home, my, my husband actually coached my stepson's rec hockey and they didn't have anybody that did team or individual pictures. So I, I kind of was like, you know what? I have a camera. I can do that. Um, decided that I, I just kind of jumped in there with two feet. Uh, yeah. People generally were happy with their pictures. <laughs> I really didn't know what I was doing yet. So fast forward many years, um, I took a, a bunch more education with some different training on lighting as well as learning how to run a business and lots and lots and lots of online learning as well, self-taught tutorials and everything else. And then I'm leaps and bounds ahead of what I was then now. Yeah. So. It sounds like quite a journey that you've had kind of creating it, it as a, as an actual business. It, it really has been actually. It's, I feel like it's, it's self-grown. Like it's, it's something that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. My, my seven-year-old said to me the other day, she said, mom, I like that you have your own business. She says, it makes me really proud of you. She sees me <gasps> working really hard for something and, and of course she's proud that I'm a nurse too, but she sees what I do and she yeah. sees the hard work that it, that it takes to run a business and, and she sees the kick that I get out of it as, as well. So that's for me is really cool. 
Oh, that is, that's really nice. That's a lovely, lovely memory to hold on to in your heart. Cause yeah. I'm sure not every day is a, is a diamond. No, no. I have <laughs> days that I'm, I'm really sick of staring at the computer screen and I come downstairs feeling like I just got ran over by a big truck because I've been editing all day. Um, but yeah. then I have days that I'm, uh, I have great connections with clients and I have days that I network and it's super fun and exciting to see the opportunities that are kind of being presented because of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and of course, like getting out of a photo shoot and just like, like two weeks ago, I was with a family and it's probably my third or fourth time photographing this family. And I, I, I've been, I've done pictures for the, since their second one was born and their first one would have been two. And I think they're now like uh, I think five and seven oh. and, um, they hop out of the car and they're like, Stacy, Stacy, are you going to take our pictures today? And they're so excited to see me and run up and give me hugs. And to me, those connections and relationships make it all worthwhile. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's really lovely. I know I enjoy working with people as well. So I, I totally understand what you're talking about. That's great. You say that you um, you do like networking and that kind of thing. What other kind of marketing education have you done? Like what, what do you do? Okay, so for me, I kind of realized three, four-ish years ago that if I wanted, I either needed to make my photography more into a legit business or I needed to stop doing it as much as I was because it was taking all of my time. Um, and maybe just do it as a side hobby. Um, of course, I'm pretty driven, driven, maybe a little bit stubborn. So I decided I was going to make it into a business. Part of uh, putting it into a business, I knew I had to learn a little bit more about creating a business plan, about marketing, about putting myself out there, all of those sort of things. And then of course, charging more, um, which I don't like talking or dealing with money, but it's, it's all part it's of it. Hard. It's really hard, yeah. I actually found an amazing online podcast, just like yourself. And it's, it talks about um, marketing and business of photographers, professional photographers from all over the world. And within that podcast, I have learned about SEO, which is um, how people find you on Google, um, about creating a, a, a good website that people can see and navigate through properly and contact you by. Um, I've learned about third-party marketing, so connecting with local businesses and how to kind of promote each other. I've learned about, um, of course, networking, networking groups. There's lots of different networking groups around, whether it be like your home chamber of commerce. So in Sylvan Lake here, we have that. But there's also, I've been um, to a BNI group um, prior um, to um, kind of talk there. Um, so there's lots of different avenues that you can kind of put, your out, put yourself out there. But um, and then, of course, for me, it was also about learning how to provide uh, an experience for my clients that that they love, you know, something that they want to tell their friends about, something that they want to recommend you for. So mm -hmm. give clients an experience um, where they get to know me, get to know what makes me tick, where I get to know them as well. And they, have, they come out of their photo session with, like, fond memories and not like, oh, God, not another photo session. <laughs> So, so I, I like to, those are kind of some things that I focus on. Facebook marketing, marketing as well. It sounds like you are quite engaged, quite engaged with the, with the community, which I think is awesome. I'm, I'm yeah. all about like 
knowing where you are and, and being part of it. So, yeah, no, I, th- I think, and I think I'm, I'm learning that more and more. I mean, of, of course you have to be careful to not like spread yourself too thin time-wise, but I mean, sometimes you even have to give back to the community to support the things that you kind of believe in. Um, I think last year I did a, you know, photo session for the food bank this year, this summer I ran um, some promotions through a um, local pet rescue. Um, so mm-hmm. I did pet photos to kind of build my portfolio, but also to give 50% of proceeds back to the community. So I believe definitely in things like that, but also networking um, yeah. with other local businesses and supporting each other. Cause that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, collaboration I think is uh, an awesome way to get everybody ahead. Yeah. Well, and it supports your, it supports your community and your own personal economy as well. True. Um, it's, it's good. I, I'm a true believer in, in supporting that as well. With everything that you have going on, how do you juggle? Like, how do you set your schedule? How do you, how do you set your boundaries and, and stick to them? <laughs> um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's a struggle that I have too. So I always ask. (laughs) Um, I mean, definitely that's something that I struggle with the, with the most is the work life balance. Um, some months I, I feel like I've nailed it and other months I'm like throwing it all out the window because, uh, I'm, I'm way too busy. And then there's months that I just decide that I'm throwing the towel in and I don't do any work because I'm just tired and I need to catch up. So that's the nice thing about the flexibility of the, the careers, so to speak, that I've chosen. You know, I think it's about creating short, short-term goals, potentially creating working hours that you can stick to, especially when you're working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, deciding what, what your priorities are in your personal and in your home life and your work life as well. Like for me, me working as a photographer not only is about like the business and the creativity, but it's also about... Um, the ability to have flexibility for family life. I get to be able to take my daughter to dance. I get to be able to go to dance. I think self-care is really important to, to maintaining yeah. your own business to, to life period, yeah. but have your own business. You have to definitely um, practice self-care. So for me, I dance twice a week and um, know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good I've for been, you. I've been doing hip hop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which is so good for me. And dance has always brought me so much joy since I've been a little kid. So I, I, brilliant. yeah, yeah. And my daughter dances too. So we're in the same studio together, which is really cool. And then, uh, of course, creating coffee dates with friends and uh, making sure you plan that into the schedule. And then also planning in things like, um, family days or date nights, like just making sure you actually plunk it down on the schedule and stick to it and make a commitment to do it. Because if you don't, you can just really get sucked into the, the never ending work tunnel and just, and that, and that can be fun too. But, but then the, the important things in life tend to slip away before you even realize they're doing so. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds like you've got a good system and the determination the like the reasons to actually stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's, it's a constant mental battle because you really have to be cognizant about your choices and why you're, you know, whether working so hard in the moment or um, choosing to shut down and and just enjoy family life and and figuring out the balance and all of that. So, and also learning to say no, sometimes it's okay. No to jobs, just, just because it's there doesn't mean you should take it. 
well, mic drop. (laughs) 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 Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's tough. Like that's a hard one. Like I always think about that, like coming, coming at things from a perspective of abundance where you have, you take the work that speaks to you. You take the work that fulfills you. You take the work that suits you because there will always be something that works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, the last kind of year of my photography journey, I've really tried to, I put a lot of personal thought into what makes me tick? What do I truly enjoy? And I think I was listening to a podcast a while back and the presenter in there had said, if somebody calls you about a job and your heart leaps in and you go, oh yes, I'm so excited to do it. Do it. Yeah. If they call and inside you feel that internal dialogue of dread or of, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, then why are you even doing it in the first place? So you have that ability to kind of create your world and create which jobs you want to pick. And so for me, I'm trying to determine what those are, what what they are that make my heart tick and um, that I truly enjoy and that kind of fill me up. There's definitely jobs that can drain a person too. A while ago, years ago, I was doing some photos for a home renovation company. Now the company did incredible work. It was such a good uh, professional move for me because I learned a lot more about lighting and taking pictures of of interiors and and, um, networking a little bit that way. So it was great for me that way. But at the end of the day, I was spending hours on a computer screen looking at pictures of houses. And so for me, as much as going out and doing the pictures was fun. Connecting with the people was fun. The, the most of the time that I did on those jobs was staring at a computer screen, staring at houses. And that was boring. I'd much rather edit pictures with beautiful smiles and emotion. And I feel like my favorite part about taking pictures of, of families is that I live it with them. So I live that experience with them. And so when I plunk my memory card into my computer and I start shuffling through the photos and editing, I literally get like that, that heart full of joy that I know they're going to get when they look through the pictures. And to me, that's the best part about it. That is, that's aspirational. Like that is inspirational and that is aspirational because (laughs) not everybody has that awareness of what, you know, what makes their heart light up or what makes their heart flutter. And that is brilliant that, that you do and you pursue it and it comes to you. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Well, that knocks out my question about what's your favorite part. Cause I, (laughs) I think (laughs) we've got that covered. You you know, actually it's kind of funny because when I was going through the, the questions prior, it's not something I wrote down, but that's definitely I, I would say that's definitely one of them for sure. Yeah. It, it speaks to my heart. I, I love that. I love the connection. Yeah. Well, your whole, like, obviously on a podcast, nobody can see you, but your whole body language, like your whole face has lit up and you're more animated. And I can tell, mm-hmm. I can tell you're just completely coming from your heart when you, when you talk about yeah. that. So it's lovely. Yeah. It's lovely to see. Lovely Aww. to hear. <laughs> Aww, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And what is it about having your own business that you wish you knew before you actually created this as a business or decided <laughs> for this to be a so, business? So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a two part answer on that one. Sure. So, uh, 
first part is, is like coming specifically from being a photographer is I think when you start out in anything creative, you're looking at other creatives and you're like, I mean, we have this beautiful tool called the internet where we can see tons and tons of um, what other people are doing out there. Right. And so we tend to go down that rabbit hole of recognizing that I need to, um, I need to create the style that I like and it's okay if other people don't like it. Some people will love it. Some people won't. I need to create the experience that I, that I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. um, so I need to do me. I'll do me. They do them. Um, and to stop looking at other people's work, to stop comparing myself, to just be like, do what I do. And, and, and to me, that's, that, that's been really liberating kind of like in the photography world. And, and I think it applies to really a lot of businesses is like, you know, what experience do you want your clients to have it with you? Yeah. Story. What, and, and because, because you can, people can sell them, sell or sell their businesses, their product, whatever it is based on a price. Um, but at the end of the day, people will remember their experience. People will remember the emotion that was evoked in their heart when they walked into a business. I mean, we see it all over social media. We see people, um, we see people walking into businesses and having a negative experience. And, you know, unfortunately people are, are quick to post those negative experiences online. Right. But if you walk into a business and you feel connected, you feel engaged immediately, you're kind of wanting to stay in that environment. You're wanting to come back and you're wanting to tell people about it. So um, I think as a business person, you definitely need to provide that for people. Um, so I guess that's the first part of it. And then uh, the other things, of course, that I wish I knew, of course, I think I'm a true believer in marketing. Mm -hmm. I think you have to definitely learn how to market yourself, but also in, in a diversified way. So a, a lot of people start up businesses with a passion in their heart. And and like I said earlier in the interview, it's not all about passion. You have to have some business sense and you have to have some um, mindfulness of where you're going with it, how you're making money, all of those side of things. Because if you're not bringing anything, any income in, it becomes like this, this hobby that just drains you and you start to hate it, right? You have to find the balance in all of that. So you have to market yourself. You have to put yourself out there, not be scared to do so. It's not always easy not the silver lining, you know, you need to work really hard. Sometimes you work freaking hard and sometimes it's crazy exhausting. And sometimes you have to make sacrifices, decide where you stand, decide where your limits are, because, uh, you know, as human beings, you can completely suck the life out of your own self by striving for something, but you also have to make sure you have balance in it all as well. Right. And if you can find why you're doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. then it kind of all makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. People are free with your advice. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's actually good though. Yeah. Have you ever, like, what's the best piece of advice you've gotten? I mean, again, like, like I said before is, is to, to do me. Yeah. Do me for sure. Practice balance. Would you have any advice to give someone who's starting out their own business? Just make sure you're taking care of yourself too. work hard, connect with the right people and people aren't going to find you unless you put yourself out there because yeah. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of businesses. We've all known of businesses in our times that have 
opened up shop and um, then you see a year later or three years later that they're closing their doors and you're like, I didn't even know that existed. How are people going to know about you if you don't put yourself out there? And unfortunately, often that involves a cost. Sometimes you have to um, market um, and spend some money to market. Um, sometimes you have to do some promotion items. But if you're not prepared to do that, don't start business because you have to put yourself out there. If mm -hmm. not, it's not worth it because yeah. you just won't get people won't know about you. That's fair enough. That is yeah. fair. So I know that your body of work, you tend to do a lot of people and a lot of headshots, a lot of promotional materials for actual businesses and, and people. The people who listen to my podcast are entrepreneurs. And one yeah. thing that an entrepreneur needs is a decent headshot. Right. If we're all creating, if we're not creating a website, then we're at least on social media and we've got a, a landing page or something that we need to be, we need to be seen on. Right. So do you have any tips as a, as a professional on what maybe we should, well, I'll, I'll leave it to you. Um, I got, I got uh, quite a few different little things here. Um, Brilliant. For, first of all, um, with headshots, get it done. <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't. That's right? true. <laughs> like, you know, just, you know, stop waiting to lose weight. Stop waiting to get your hair done. Stop waiting even till like there's, there's somebody out there that you can afford. At the end of the day, we pay the money for the things that we prioritize in our lives. So if it's not a priority for you, you're not going to do it. So, um, but it should be. If you run a business, you should have a decent headshot. Now, can you take a headshot with a cell phone? Can somebody take a headshot of a cell phone? Sure. Um, will it be professional looking? Maybe. Um, it, it just depends, right? It depends on who's taking the picture, um, what they know about photography, um, what your setting looks like, what you like, everything else. Um, a professional headshot, my job is um, have somebody come in or me to go to them and to find out what makes them tick, find out what they want people to see from them. You know, some businesses you might need to see a serious side. Some businesses might want to see a more bubbly personal laugh, uh, laughy side kind of for lack of a better term. My job is to pull that personality out of that person. So when we're doing headshots, we're having dialogue, we're talking, we're communicating, we're being silly, we're doing what it takes to get a beautiful picture. Okay. So we're spending the time that it takes to do that. Um, not only that, a professional headshot will, um, a professional will know about light. You know, I can use light to dissolve fine lines, to absorb dark circles. Um, um, and, and a lot of that I can do in camera. Um, afterwards, we can edit it to make you look beautiful. Decide how you want to look. So a professional will make you look good, will make you look presentable, um, will show you in your best kind of colors for your business and which represents you and how much you care about your business as well. Um, right. All those things are very important. Um, uh, definitely having a web presence is important these days. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people don't recognize how important that is. I mean, I'm sure we've all had the experience where you're like, you know, I need a new hairdresser or I want, you know, I wonder how the food is at this place or whatever. And you Google it. That's what we do. Uh, yeah. We want everything at a click of a button these days. So we Google it and what do we find? Nothing. 
So do you go to that place? No, you might be curious, but you never go to that place. You don't really ask around what that place is like. You just kind of move on to the next quick thing that maybe has a Google review or has some information on it. So yeah, you want um, some business photos. You want photos of your business. You want photos of what your business does. You want to make sure that you're having some social media presence, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, whatever it is that kind of works for you in your business, but having some, unfortunately, having some social media presence definitely draws people into knowing about your business. Now they might not come in right away, but one day when they need your service, you will be on the back of their mind. And then of course, having beautiful pictures uh, makes people um, see that you care. Because you've invested. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as far as headshots go, I, I, I'm going to recommend some different um, outfits to you guys. And yeah. And just a couple little things to kind of make sure you look your best walking into your headshot session. Absolutely. So, um, your photographer should also recommend things according to where you're taking pictures, what the lighting's going to be like, what you look like, all of those kind of things. But some base things that I do tell every client is, so um, if you're a female, don't wear sleeveless. Okay. Sometimes it's really hot outside. Um, unless you really want to showcase your beautiful arms, you know, maybe you're like a fitness instructor or whatever, and you're, you got really nice arms. But most of us as females, as soon as you're taking a headshot and you kind of um, wear a sleeveless shirt, you will zone in on bare sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't, don't go sleeveless. Of course, wear tops that fit nice. Um, don't wear something that has buttons that you're pulling at the buttons, especially in the bust line. Um, you don't want to see too much bust line, so too much cleavage. Um, you don't want to have wrinkles all over your shirt. Um, so, you know, come presentable. Um, sometimes uh, people will ask, do I need to get my makeup professionally done? No. Does it help? Yes. So you can get your makeup professionally done. It will make your session and your photos look absolutely stunning. But if that's not you, you don't have to do that. Um, I can actually do some fine makeup editing kind of over Photoshop to make it look like you're gently wearing makeup. That's not so bright. Some people just aren't comfortable with makeup on their skin. So the other kind of tips are limit patterns. You don't want anything that takes away from your face. A headshot is about you and it's about your face. So you don't want to wear anything that's got, um, you know, major stripes, designs, nothing like that. Um, Simple patterns, sometimes like a floral can be nice, um, but nothing too busy that will take away from you. Um, And then of course, always bring a couple of different options of shirts, jackets, um, that sort of things to your photo shoot. Um, it's always better to have too much than not enough. And sometimes you'll think you got it nailed with the right color, um, but you show up and it just doesn't work. So, um, your photographer should be able to help you with that. Um, wearing colors that make your eyes pop is always advised. So sometimes, um, wearing blues where blue eyes really works nice. Um, greens for green eyes. And then of course you don't want to wear any like crazy bright colors that will give, you know, like reflection cues off your skin. So, um, no neon yellow. Yeah, exactly. Neons. You want to kind of say <laughs> actually, funny story about that. I just, I just did some um, group shots for, for the, actually the hip hop studio that I dance for. Cool. And um, the owner was like, I got these lime green shirts. They're awesome. He's like, can I put everybody in them? And I was like, no. Don't. <laughs> and so I show up, I show up and he's put everybody in these lime green, lime green shirts. And he's like, sorry, I had to do it. But to his credit, they look, we did it just in the group pictures, not with the headshots, which was different. Okay. And the group 
pictures were more of a branding picture of, of the studio and really kind of represented the studio and what it is. I mean, hip hop's kind of different and um, the neon colors uh, worked extremely well. So to his credit, they worked amazing. So I, I learned something from my clients too, occasionally. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> your, your heart must have stopped when you saw yeah, everybody. For a, second, for a second, I was like, oh, okay, well, it'll be what it is kind of thing. And, <laughs> the best we can but no I'm I was actually um, it was brilliant how well they turned out so oh that's good yeah that's good those are really good tips because I think I think what you said in the very beginning is just do it and mm -hmm. like I don't know if you saw my face when you're like don't wait to lose weight I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> is that for me <laughs> but those are things those are things that totally speak to us you know like yeah we know that it needs to be done but it is so hard to get over ourselves I guess and yeah and do yeah. it and the, the same goes for family pictures too I mean a lot of yeah. families are like you know what we're just gonna get the kids this year well you know what years from now 20 years from now you're going to be you're not going to look back and you might look at that back at that picture and be like oh I looked so tired in that picture or whatever it is but it's a memory of that time in your life and yeah. it puts you in place with your family. And so I'm a true believer of just go do the pictures because your kids will appreciate it in years to come. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, you'll be grateful you did it. Stop judging yourself. You know, oh. we need to just stop. I mean, it's a lot easier said than done. And I think it's a, it's a, we all have our own hiccups about our, our physical appearance, but at the end of the day, Photos aren't necessarily more, they're not about how we look. They're about who we are in a time. Yeah. Right? So remembering that. I like that approach. Mm -hmm. That's really, it makes it very, um, it makes it very simple. Yeah. And it takes, it takes all the buts and what ifs out of the equation. Yeah. Because it's just about right now. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a client and actually um, we did some Christmas photos last year with her and her family and um, she brought her dogs and we went outside. So we did some pr pr really nice ones inside in front of a Christmas backdrop and they were beautiful, but we got, uh, we, we thought we would bring the dogs and do some with the dogs outside. And it was absolutely crazy, windy, blowing snow. She's got this German shepherd dog and I'm trying to get the dog's attention. And every time I'm hot, howling or making noise to get the dog's attention the dog's howling back and so in the picture the dog's howling and and the I think the littlest boy was like making a funny face with his tongue out and uh, the the oldest boy and and the mom and the dad were just laughing hysterically and they have this picture up on the wall and she told me the other day she said you know it, her oldest, so she's got an, an older son that's graduating this year, and then she's got some little ones, you know, like two and four. She said, the, the oldest son, she said, this, this is his favorite picture, because every time he looks at it, he just remembers those dogs howling and how funny it is. But that's what it is. It's who they are in that time, you yeah. know? Yeah. So sometimes those photos mean more than the, the, um, the nice, posy ones, although I like to get both. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I'm going to keep that attitude in my heart. I'm going to, I'm going to remember that one now. 
Is there anything that you can think of that we I haven't asked you about? Anything that you wanted to share people should know or you've been full of information, I have to say this. It's like <laughs> you've gone from like the photography and the business and the marketing to, you know, just do it. Just yeah, you know, stop judging yourself. I so I don't know, man. Are you you could be an endless wealth of good advice. Keep it going if you can. <laughs> Aww. Uh, thank you. No, I love people. Um, I'm, I'm all about internal dialogue and, and I tend to be a little bit of an overthinker with everything in life. And for something like this, even this interview, it's, it, it truly makes my heart tick to be able to kind of connect on a, on this level and to kind of share the things that I've thought about over the years. And um, I've considered, yeah, all means I am not perfect. None of us are. I guess the only thing is, is I'm so in the beginnings of my journey, I couldn't imagine how much I'd have to share in another 10 or 20 years. Yeah. Um, I think that we all need to really just um, listen to each other and the advice that we have for each other. And, and just because somebody shares some advice with you doesn't mean it's the end all be all either. Take what you need and set the rest aside. Uh, give yourself grace. You know, we're, we're all human yeah. and we're all learning and it's and it. And you have to really just take it in strides and take it as a journey because um, sometimes the journey is pretty freaking uh, rough and bumpy yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hard, uh, not only in um, business, but in personal lives as well. And other times it's so incredibly, um, it lifts you up so incredibly well and it rewards you and it gives you encouragement and, and it gives you that extra push to kind of keep going. But, but that's life, right? You just have to, to ride, ride the roller coaster. Well said. Well said. <laughs> and can you tell me or tell everybody, and I will link to everything in the show notes, but can you tell us where to find you? you yeah. Know, um, all, the, all the places. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm actually don't have a massive social media presence. <laughs> I, I should have an Instagram. Can't, uh, can't, have can't. you downloaded my freebie? <laughs> uh, I, I have not. <laughs> I, I try to limit my, my media exposure. Facebook is enough for me. So yes, I'm on Facebook on mm -hmm. Stacy Tompkins photography. So Stacy S T A C E Y Tompkins T O M P K I N S and then photography. Mm -hmm. um, so I also have a website, www.stacytompkinsphotography.com. And um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Feel free to email me. Send me a message if you ever have any questions, concerns, whatever. I'm kind of an open book and I'm, I'm happy to share the love. So, Brilliant. Well, I'll make sure that I get those linked in the show notes. And I really appreciate all the time that you've taken today. All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what people on this podcast listening don't know is that this is our third time attempting this because we've had some <laughs> we've had some technical difficulties today actually is it our third or our fourth time no it's the third it's, it's, it's really <laughs> only the second it's really only the second but uh we no, got here it, 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 it helps me to relax a little bit kind of just like when I do photos it takes me a little bit to kind of get into the groove right <laughs> absolutely well we grooved and I really yeah. appreciate you spending the time and sharing what your experiences have been and what you've learned along the way um, you've been really generous with your 
your information and, and, and how you feel and how you approach things. And I've, I've really enjoyed the chat. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.